Welcome to the Selling with Influence podcast, where we show you how to sell more of your products and services consistently, predictably, and profitably without having to offer discounts, quote, lower margins, or compete on price in a race to the bottom just to get the business. My name is Dwayne Huff, founder and CEO of Influence Seminars, and I am your host. Hey guys, it's Dwayne Huff. Welcome back to this episode of the podcast. So glad you joined me today. Today, we're going to go back into the acronym of influence that we started a few episodes back. I got sidetracked. I had some other things that I really wanted to share with you, but this is important because if you're not selling more of your products and services, or at least as much as you would like to be consistently, predictably, and profitably, here's the next reason that might be happening. And if you want an overview of this, run over to sellingwithinfluence.com. There's a quick video that'll kind of um, give you kind of an arc about how this all works and you can piece the parts together, especially if you're a sales leader and you need some help with your sales team, helping them sell more consistently, predictably, and profitably. But the U in the influence acronym stands for understand your buyer and demonstrate that understanding throughout the sales process, throughout your sales conversations. And so what do we need to understand about the buyer? Well, there's many things. I'm sure I'm going to list some things out and you could add to it or um, some things that you're doing that we need to know about. So here's what I'm going to invite you to do. Subscribe to the podcast um, and below uh, on YouTube, if you're watching it, subscribe to that, but drop a comment if I left something out that you know of or something that you'd like to share. This is intended to be a dialogue, not a monologue, and I want to hear from you. We all want to hear from you so that we can all grow faster together. But what are a few of the things that you want to understand about your buyer? Well, it depends on if you're B2B or B2C, business to business or business to consumer. And a couple of things you want to know about your business to business buyer, obviously, is how their business works, how their industry is going, what are their pain points, what are their go-to-market strategy, what product launches are there, uh, are they looking to, what are some of the challenges that their customers are facing, and the list goes on and on and on. And if it's a B2C customer, what are their motives? Why are they buying? What are the pain points? What are they saying their pain points are? Why are they looking? Are they ready to buy? And what problem in both of those situations are they looking to solve that you can solve for them? So so how do you get this information and how do you know? Well, in the uh, selling with influence model, we're going to talk about more than you can find out sifting through data, doing research online. We're going to get into the meat and potatoes about how you can truly understand the individual as well as the whole team of shareholders and the company wants, needs, desires, and objectives so that you can fulfill those. But when it comes to B2C, there's a lot of ways that you can dig that up as well. A couple of things I want to put forward as we go into this, understand the buyer and demonstrate that understanding throughout the sales process uh, one way of looking at this, if you go back to the book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, which is an absolutely amazing book, you should read it. Even if you have, read it again. It's great. Especially if you go to this chapter, it's seek first to understand, then to be understood. Uh, someone that I know once told me, they said, Dwayne, people don't buy when they understand us or when they understand you. They buy when they feel understood. And it reminded me another conversation and another great book that I'm going to recommend to you, Never Split the Difference by Chris Voss, an incredible negotiation book. And we've talked about this before. A lot of people, oh, Dwayne, I don't negotiate. Yes, you do. Every single day of your life, you're negotiating. And if you think negotiating is about dollars and cents, you're leaving 
lots of opportunity and lots of money on the table because that's only about 10, five to 10% of what a negotiation is. And Chris Voss likes to say, everything is a negotiation. When you go to Starbucks, it's a negotiation. When you cross the street, it's a negotiation. When you're having a conversation with your spouse, with your kid, with your boss, with the people around you, when you're trying to reach agreement, that's a negotiation. So it behooves us to understand. And one thing that he, he says in that book that I kind of want to bring forth right now is that when we're demonstrating our understanding of our buyer throughout the sales process, there's going to be one of two responses, whether they say it or it's left unspoken and they're thinking it, they're either going to say one of two things. Whenever you're sharing um, your solutions, your education, your product, your advice, your webinars, whatever it is, whatever you're sharing about your products and services, the solutions and the, the outcomes, whatever that is, if you're saying it in a way that's self-driven and self-focused and uh, feature-oriented, even benefit-oriented, but it's not a result they want and they've explicitly said, they're likely to agree with you just to kind of shut you down or shut you up or move on. <laughs> Let's be honest. They're going to say something in the form of, you're right. <laughs> now, if you're not watching this on video, you got to see the facial, right? But it's a, it's a, it's a submissive, yeah, you're right. I don't necessarily agree, but I'm going to say you're right so we can move on. But the response we want to get back from them, whether they say it explicitly or they keep it in and we can see it in their countenance, in their eyes, the response we want, as Chris Voss points out in the book, is, hey, that's right. So think about this for a second. They can say, yeah, you're right. <laughs> or they can say, that's right. And we want the latter. Because that really proves that we understand them on a visceral level or they feel it in their gut that we fully understand who they are. Once they do, their walls come down. Honestly, we should have lowered those walls way before that, building a trust relationship. But at this point, even if they've got their walls up, the minute we demonstrate our understanding of their problem, of their situation, of their pain, of what they're trying to do, and we communicate it to them in their language, in the way that they would or have said it, and we give it back to them and show them how working with us or our products and services or the solutions we're co-creating with them can really get them to where they want to be, solve their problem, alleviate the pain, or get them to where they desire, that's when we have demonstrated that we fully understand. And that's when they lean in. And that's why I say, if, if, you, if your customers or your buyers aren't closing you, you don't know how to sell. Because one of my mentors told me one time, Dwayne, if you have to close, you don't know how to sell. And what that simply means is this. If, if I've demonstrated throughout, from, from the moment I've connected with this person, even before, but the moment I connected with this person, all through the conversations, the questions, the answers, the investigation, the education that I'm sharing with them, the solutions that I'm helping them co-create, the advocation of that solution, up to the decision point, if I've done my job of increasing my influence and helping this person, leading this person to make the best decisions in their best interest, then I've effectively demonstrated that I understand them and here's how. And I'll know when I get to that point of decision, if they say, eh, you're right, <laughs> but we're not gonna take it. <laughs> or they say, man, that's right. How did you know that? Or some form of that, right? And that's when they lean in and they close you. So how do you find out this information? 
Um, by the way, before I jump in here, if you're not subscribed to the podcast, please uh, subscribe to the podcast. Run over wherever you listen to your podcast. Give it a five-star review. Helps spread the message and share this with somebody. And if you like to watch it visually like I do, subscribe on YouTube channel. Click that um, bell and I'll let you know whenever we post another episode. I've got some seriously awesome interviews with other people coming up because um, you might be getting sick of looking to- <laughs> Look at that and look at, listen to me. Uh, so I wanted to give you perspective from other sales leaders and sales professionals uh, just like you out there doing it every day. So how do we do it? Well, uh, if you're B2B, you probably know this all too well. And one of my mentors is pointing out to me right now the importance of doing this is we need to do our research before we reach out. And conservatively, you know, uh, 10 to 15 minutes per prospect or buyer if I'm at the beginning of the stage, right? But if I can't find all the information I'm looking uh, for on their company, on them, I can always go to LinkedIn. I can go to Google and do some research. I can go to their Facebook page. I can go to Twitter. I can go to their Insta. I can go all over the place. And another guy I was just having an uh, interview with on the podcast who's been in sales for years said, hey, Dwayne, it's cool to go and look at people on Facebook to understand who they are, to get a feel of you know their hobbies, their strengths, what they like, what they do. He says, but you don't always want to connect with those people because you know how we are on Facebook. Right? We just kind of put our stuff out there and you could end up upsetting one of your potential buyers. So it's not always a great idea to connect with them on that personal level. Facebook is for the people we actually know and um, have had relationship with, and LinkedIn is more of a business thing, but all of these other social media, we can really dig and find out. So we wanna understand the person, we wanna understand what drives them, what are their hobbies, what are their, you know, where do they take vacation, what do they love, do they love cigars, do they love whiskey, fine wine, good food, the beach, the mountains, what do they like? Because at the end of the day, part of understanding somebody that you're selling to is understanding the human being. Well, Dwayne, this is business. We don't need these personal relationships. Yeah, well, there's, there's. if you think that way, you're going to get it wrong 50% of the time. Here's why I say that. Because two of the four people, the different behavioral styles, think exactly like that. What's the point of a relationship? Let's just get down to business is one of them. And the other one is, why is, why is this relevant? I don't need to know who you are. Two people think that way. But two out of those four think, if I don't know you and I don't feel like you know me, we ain't doing business. It just ain't happening. Uh, on my website, um, actually, I don't think it's there. Just shoot me a message or drop me a comment and I'll send you a link to it. Uh, I have a, an hour-long video where I was doing a national sales conference and I taught the four behavioral styles. So if you haven't seen that, if you haven't been exposed to it recently, I do it a comical, fun way. I'll, I'll gladly send you that video. Just shoot me a message. Um, info at influenceseminars.com or drop a comment. Or you can even shoot me a text. This comes directly to our business phone, but it comes to my phone as well. 225-384-0693. And just shoot me a text. Shoot me a text that says, send me the video on behaviors. And I'll know exactly what it is and I'll shoot it over to you. And you can watch it. But I digress. Um, relationships are important. And understanding the individual as much as we possibly can is key to connection, building trust and relationship finding that common ground. I, I was just, you know, I'll give you an example. I was just interviewing a sales, a global sales VP. Um, and he and I were strangers before we connected. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Anyway, we were strangers before we connected, but then we got on the, uh, uh, on Zoom and we connected immediately and we had all kinds of things in common. And one of the things we're both passionate about is negotiating. Um, he has a background in negotiating. I have a background in negotiating and teaching negotiating. And so we had so much to talk about, 
but it was a common bond connection that if that hadn't come up, the conversation may not have gone on and developed as long uh, as it has. So what is it that you can find out about the individual, right? And if you can't do this research, maybe you're in an inside sales environment and the customer comes in, the most important thing you can possibly do, depending upon who your buyer is, is to make that connection, listen, mm -hmm. understand, and if you find some common ground, or if you stumble across something that you have in common, don't brush over that. Investigate that. Connect on that. Talk about that, right? Uh, because the individual is so important. When we're negotiating, when we're selling, at the end of the day, mm -hmm. we're selling to and we're negotiating and we're connecting with and solving mm -hmm. problems for individuals. And we must not understand who they are. Uh, number two, what are their business challenges? What is their industry doing? How do they do business? How do they sell? Um, how do they go to market? How do they serve their customers? What's the buying cycle? What's the process? What are they currently facing in terms of finances and um, goals? And, and gosh, I mean, there's so many different industries, it's hard to just lay them out here. But what is it that you can find out about their industry, their business, their customers, how they're solving the problems for their customers, and what goals they're trying to meet, right? Many times you can go see press releases on their website, do a little investigation. Google's a beautiful thing. And if you don't know, Find somebody in a similar industry that you may know and ask about the industry. Interview them. Gather all this information. Uh, but spend your time turning over every stone. And eventually after doing this over time, you'll know exactly where to go, exactly what to look over. But then you have an understanding. So when you connect with them or you reach out to them or you carry on a conversation with them, you have a solid understanding and a good hypothesis for where you can solve problems, what problems they're trying to solve. And then you can engage in a meaningful and relevant and beneficial conversation, right? Another way to find out about your potential buyers is to connect with um, your counterparts. If you're in sales or on a sales team or even across uh, sales teams, people who have maybe dealt with that business, that customer, that uh, industry, and really just pick their brain about how it goes. Maybe they know the person specifically. So there's so many ways. But the whole goal here, again, is to understand the customer and demonstrate that understanding throughout the sales process. Now, if all else fails and you find yourself in a conversation with this person, you didn't have a chance to do the research or you did the research and things are not um, lining up with what you thought you knew and it does happen, that's when you have to become really good at this whole selling with influence thing. And how do we get to understand that person? By asking. Right now, if we have a great relationship with this person, we've spent the time to connect, to build trust, to build relationship and to understand who they are. It's real simple to say, hey, look, as we jump in here, I've done my research. I understand what's going on here, but help me to understand what is it that you guys truly want, need, must accomplish? What's driving this? What's causing this? What have you tried in the past? What are you willing to try? Have you thought about? Suppose that. What if? How about? Would you consider? But ask them. Now, if you don't have that relationship of trust built, the walls are going to go up. And so there's other ways to examine the problem. Talk about, um, you know, talk about one of the best ways to do that is talk about past experiences mm -hmm. with other customers and simply throw it back to mm -hmm. them and say, are you guys experiencing this as well? Or this is something completely different. Many times, if you know your industry, if you know the marketplace, and if you've done your homework, you can make those assumptions, throw it to them, and they'll either say, no, that's not really us, or that's exact, gosh, that is exactly what's happening to us. And then you have a jump, a jump off point. But the most important thing we can do to influence the individual and the outcome, 
is this, and I've said it in many different uh, podcasts. I've said it, I say it when I do sales training. I say it, and, and you know this, but it's a good, solid reminder because I don't care if you've been in sales for one day or 100 days or 20 years or 50 years. I don't care. It's, you know, well, you'd have to start pretty. But anyway, so I don't care how long you've been in sales or how new you are to sales. Here's foundation. When you're in front of that buyer, when you're engaged, whether it's over Zoom, whether it's face-to-face, whether it's over the phone, whether it's an email, set your goal and agenda to sell something, air quotes, to sell something to them. Let, let go of that. Engage the person. Understand what they're going through, what they want, what they need, what they expect, what they're trying to accomplish, and just listen. Ask, ask if you can take notes. And engage by saying things like, wow, hmm, tell me more. How does that happen exactly? What do you mean exactly? I'm not sure I understand that language. Can you, can you help me to clarify that? And really be interested and concerned and follow them down whatever path they go. And you're going to realize in the course of that conversation whether or not you can help them. And then if we're going to be true sales professionals, it becomes our duty if we can't help them to build a relationship, to point them in a direction where they can get some help and follow up later to see what else they're going through. And look at that relationship as 360 and long-term and commit to being the person who's a resource to them because you never know what doors that's gonna open. They may become the person that you do the research with next time to serve a customer even though you couldn't sell to them and they can become one of your greatest champions and allies. So the you in the influence acronym is to understand your buyer and to demonstrate that understanding throughout the sales process. And most of that comes from increasing your influence by doing your research, by connecting with the person and getting them so comfortable that they'll open up and share exactly what they're going through. They feel like you're educating them and serving them along the way because when people uh, are being educated, their walls come down when they feel sold to their uh, walls go up because you and I both know this. Nobody likes to be sold, but everybody likes to buy sh- stuff, <laughs> right? And uh, what's the difference? It really is a difference between trusting and believing that there's relevance and value in every single conversation, even if we're playing long game. Or if you're in uh, a cell phone store like I used to be, uh, many times the customers come in, they're ready to buy, but they still need to feel like they can trust you or connect with you, right? Um, anyway, so I, I really hope that served the you is for understanding your buyer and demonstrating that understanding. Go back a few episodes and I lay out the I, the N, the F, um, the L, and now this is the U, and I'll finish this series out. But if you want to overview that, run over to sellingwithinfluence.com, click on the uh, video link and you'll get a quick overview. And if I can serve you and or your sales team, don't hesitate to reach out. Uh, shoot me a text at 225-384-0693 or send me an email at info at influenceseminars.com. Always willing to pick up the phone or jump on a Zoom and serve any way I can um, and learn from you guys out there in the field, being sales leaders and being sales people. But I believe, as I always say, that we are in the greatest profession in the world. We can truly write our own ticket. We just gotta be willing to increase our influence. Have a great day and we will talk soon. Bye-bye.